pray, just going to pray right now. Just going to ask the Lord to really help us as we look into his word and ask him to just touch our hearts. Father, we just want to thank you for this wonderful opportunity to gather around your word. Father, your word says that the entrance of your word brings light. Lord, your word says that your, your word is a light unto our feet and a lamp unto our, our, our path, a light unto our feet and a light unto our path. And Father, even as we look into your word, we're praying, Father, that you will really help us to draw closer to you and to draw strength from your word. Father, we thank you today in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Um, All right. So today I want us to, I, I've got, um, when I was praying about this, I was saying, saying to myself, my goodness, I've got a few things to share, but um, so I'm going to be doing it a bit different today. Um, I've got two words I want to share, but I'm going to like trying to compact one and then spend more time on another. Um, so I'll, I'll share the first one just to say that, you know, given um, all of us are, are in this um, lockdown situation, um, many of us have heard and seen so many different things from the media, from, from different ones saying different things. And it's brought a lot of um, fear and uncertainty. And in one way or another, all of us have been affected by the COVID-19 situation. But today I want to bring you words of hope because there's one thing that, if there's one thing that every single one of us needs is words of hope. And God's word says in the book of, um, in the gospel of John chapter 16, verse 33, these things I have spoken to you, that in me you may have peace. In the world you will have tribulation, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. And then in the, in Second Corinthians chapter 4 and verses 16 and verse 17, um, verse 8, sorry, and verse 8, verse 16 and 17, and it reads this. It says, we are hard pressed on every side, yet not crushed. We are perplexed, but not in despair. Persecuted, but not forsaken. Struck down, but not destroyed. Therefore, we do not lose heart. Even though our outman, outward man perish is perishing, yet the inward man is being renewed day by day for our affliction, our light affliction rather, which is but for a moment is working for us a far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory. Now for some of us, some of us may feel like you may be losing control. Some may feel a sense of um, feeling uncertain and uh, uncertainty, may, feel, may be feeling fear. Or you may be even online here 
and feeling be feeling quite discouraged but i want to bring you a word of hope that jesus is the way the truth and the life and that jesus is the one that brings you the peace these verses of scripture that i've just read paul the apostle there are other verses of scripture that brings out the point that how at times he was in certain circumstances where his the, the ship that he was in he was in a shipwreck and it was a very distressing situation but his hope and his confidence and his trust was in the lord i want to encourage you that whatever situation whatever you may be facing whatever circumstance you're in i want to encourage you this morning to put your trust and your hope and your confidence in him i want to also encourage us when it comes to these days that we are in to take full advantage of the opportunity of reaching out to the lost in telling people about the good news of the gospel of jesus christ jesus as we know has um has paid the price for us and we need to, to share the good news and tell others that he's paid the good price the price for them and that there is peace there is forgiveness that there is purpose found in him and i want to encourage you to also take advantage of using the time that we have more and more to seek the Lord, to call upon his name, to cry out to him. The scripture says that as we draw near to him, he will draw near to us. And just as the scripture says in the book of Isaiah chapter 40 verse 8, that the grass withers, that the flower fades, but the word of the Lord will stand forever. If there is anything that you can receive hope and receive strength and receive peace and receive joy is from the word of God. And I want to encourage you to feed off the word of God. Spend as much time as you possibly can. For those of you who may be on furlough, keep on trusting the Lord because he will break through for you in your situation the lord will break through in the different circumstances that you need him to as you look to him as you trust in him keep on seeking to put his kingdom first to put him first because as the scripture says as we seek ye first the kingdom of god and all his and all these things and his righteousness and all these things will be added unto you and i just want to leave those words with us today that's the the first part that i wanted to mention but before i i go on i want to just pray and i don't know if you're here and you you really do feel discouraged you do feel depressed if that is you just place your hand on the phone and i'm just going to pray for you that god will touch you that god will encourage you that god will strengthen you wherever you are father i thank you for your word i thank you father that there is no distance in the realm of the spirit and right now 
I pray, Father, for those ones, Lord, who may feel um, um, discouraged, um, who feel down. I pray, Father, that you will touch them today. I pray that you will lift them up with your right hand. And, Father, that they will be strengthened. I pray, Father, that you will help them to draw strength from you day by day. Father, I thank you for your people. I thank you for every person who is here. Touch every other person, Lord, under the sound of my voice. I pray in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Today, I want to talk about um, the other thing I wanted to talk about is basic conditions to answered prayer. Basic conditions to answered prayer. As you could imagine, I think one of the most important things at this time is, um, okay, naturally we have to keep safe and all of that and uh, do what's um, been recommended. But on a, on a spiritual level, we definitely need to step up our game in prayer. And I felt that it would be really great to just go over a few basic um, conditions to answer prayer. Because at times when it comes to prayer, there are certain um, um, laws, as we know, if we don't adhere to it, um, we will not see the answers to our prayer. And so I want to just go over a few things that will really encourage us and help us. As we know, the, the, the Bible teaches how Satan does not like the prayers of Christians. He does every single thing he can to discourage a Christian from, from praying, from seeking the Lord. You know, you might be just starting to pray. Um, and then, like it may have been like a, like the late night prayer the other night, um, when I was praying, it was a, a struggle, but we, you know, we got there by his grace. <laughs> but even with something like that, the enemy would really try to stop whatever he can to stop the believer from praying. And we know that prayer is a two-way conversation where we speak to God and we hear from our Heavenly Father. But the enemy will do all he can to stop the Christian from praying because he knows that there is a tremendous power that is released as we pray and as we seek the Lord, as we call upon his name, as we look to him. The scriptures is full of examples of different ones as to how God has broken through different circumstances in the lives of people of his people where they needed God to intervene and I am reminded of in the, the, the in the book of second Kings chapter 20 where we have Hezekiah received a word from the prophet Isaiah and he told him to set his house in order. And I've, I believe at this time and in this season that we're in, that this is a time for all of us to set our houses in order. It may be um, in, in, our, in, in our relationships where we get to spend time, more time with our family. And, you know, we have to put things in order. Or it may be setting our house in order with the Lord 
do things within our heart that we need to adjust, that we need to change so that we can yield more to him. The prophet Isaiah gave Hezekiah this word and he said to him that he shall die and not live. In this, this, this is in 2 Kings chapter 20. You can read this in your own time. And the scripture says that when Hezekiah heard this, he turned his face to the wall and prayed, Oh Lord, remember, oh Lord, how I have always been faithful to you and I have served you single-mindedly, always doing what pleases you. Then he broke down and he wept bitterly. But the scripture says that as before Isaiah left the middle courtyard, the message came to him saying, go back to Hezekiah and tell him the Lord God of your ancestors. David says, I have heard your prayer and seen your tears. I will heal you and in three days from now, you will get out of your bed and go to the temple of the Lord. And I will add 15 years to your life. Now, I don't know about you. When I, time and time again, when I read these verses of scripture, to be able to change God's mind is amazing. To be able to change the, the mind of the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end, to be able to change the mind of the person who said, let there be light and there was light, is incredible. And his prayer moved the heart of God because he prayed it in faith. He called out to the living God and God heard his prayer and God moved in his circumstance and this is just one of many instances where God has intervened in the lives of people and God is no respect to persons because Hezekiah was flesh and blood like you and I the only difference where he was able to see that change and that breakthrough was because he exercised his faith, he put his trust in God, and he was able to see a move in his circumstance. Now, it's important to, to recognize that God desires to answer our prayers. You know, sometimes we feel that, oh my goodness, well, I know certain times I've definitely felt like this, that, oh, the Lord really want to, when you want to hear me, but he does. And this is why we need to re be reminded constantly from the word of God. We need to hear his word to remind us of what he is saying. Because our soul, which is not generate, regenerated, needs to be renewed constantly. It needs to be reminded as to who we are. It needs to be reminded as to who he has made us to be. And so the scripture says in the book of Proverbs chapter 15 verse 8 that God wants got that the sacrifice 
of the wicked is an abomination to the Lord, but the prayer of the upright is his delight. And the scripture also says in the book of um, Matthew chapter 7, verse 7 to 8. And with this, I want to really highlight that God wants us, he doesn't only want us to hear, he wants to only hear our prayer, but he wants us to receive the things that we are praying for. The scripture says, ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and it will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives and he who seeks finds. And to him who knocks, it will be opened. The scripture also reminds us in Matthew chapter 21, verse 22, that and whatever things you ask in prayer, believing you will receive whatever things you ask in prayer believing you will receive you may be asked maybe, maybe some of you may be saying why am i reading so much scriptures well the script the bible says that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of god and the more you hear the word of god the more your faith the more of your your the, the, your spiritual um level will go up in trusting and believing the lord i want to also emphasize this verse these verses of scripture um, mark chapter 11 verse 24 it says therefore i say to you that whatever things you ask when you pray believe that you receive them and you shall have them and then finally in john chapter 14 verse 13 to 14 and what Ever you ask in my name, that will I do, that the Father may be glorified. If you, if you ask anything in my name, I will do it. And then with this in mind, I want us to look at certain conditions. Because we've given the kind of foundation to highlight that it is his will. He wants to hear us, as we've heard in Proverbs. And in the Gospels, we, we see that. It's God's will that he wants to give to his children. He wants to um, bless us. But let's look at the first condition. The first condition is here, found in um, John chapter 14, verse, uh, chapter 14, verse 13 to 14. And whatsoever you ask in my name, that will I do. So in other words, the first condition is in the name of Jesus. I'm reminded that in the um, epistles that, that whatsoever you do in word and in deed, do all in the name of Jesus. And the reason why we do things in the name of Jesus, and before I even go there, it's, it's important that whenever we are praying, we pray with understanding. Because if we don't pray with understanding, we will miss the whole thing. And then we won't get the results that we are looking for. So the reason why we pray in the name of Jesus, we are, see, without Jesus, we can, Jesus says this, I am the way, the truth, and the life, that no man can come to the Father but by me. And in acknowledging Jesus, it's because of what Jesus has done on the cross for us, where he died and he rose again and he created a way. He created access 
for us to come to the Father. So as we as we say that in the name of Jesus, we are um, acknowledging, saying, Father, I don't come in my own strength. I don't come in my own name, but I come as um, to, through Jesus Christ who died for me on the cross, who was my substitute. He was the sacrificial substitute. And so because of that, now I can come into the presence of God. The scripture says that in, Rome, in, in Romans chapter 8 and verse 32, that he spared not his own son, but delivered him up for us all. How shall he not with him also freely give us all things? God spared his only begotten son, and he so freely done it. So anything else, God is willing and wanting for us to receive. For some of us, it may be just to experience more of his presence. For some of us, it may to be, be to go deeper into him, to have a more of a hunger for him, more of a yearning for him. For others, it may be to have um, healing, to have a relationship healed. Whatever the circumstances, God is willing to do it. The scripture also mentions in Philippians chapter 4 verse 19 that, But my God shall supply all my needs according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. See, it's that the access. He's, he's the access. He's the way. And he is the truth and the life. Everything is coming through him. So as we mentioned in the name of Jesus, because of the price Jesus has paid, it paves the way for us to be able to come before the throne of grace. Because we are not coming in our own righteousness. Because as the scripture says in the Old Testament, that our righteousness is as filthy rags before him. And with as we stand and we come in the name of Jesus, we receive we, we, the righteousness that has been placed upon us. God sees us just as if we've not sinned. And the great thing is, we do not need to worry about bankrupting heaven. We can never ever bankrupt heaven. We can never ever stop coming before the throne of grace. We can continuously come and badger and keep on knocking on the door in fact that's what god wants us to do more and more and the more we do that the more we will be able to even hear his voice because we are seeking to tune our our senses to him as long as we wait upon him we'll be able to hear him i want to look at the second aspect of the the second condition as to how we can receive answers to our prayers. And the second one is we come with praise and thanksgiving. We come with praise and thanksgiving. Now, we, we don't praise God because of feeling, but we praise him because of fact. The scripture reads in Psalms 100 and verses 1 and 2, it says, make a joyful noise unto the Lord all you lands serve the Lord with gladness know ye that the Lord he is God 
It is he who has made us and not we ourselves. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. Verse four, enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him and bless his name. For the Lord is good, his mercy is everlasting and his truth to all generations. So notice that the gates is thanksgiving and his courts, which is the axis is praise. And as we do this, this will help us to enter the presence of God. This is why it's, and, and why we do this, it actually reminds us of his goodness. It reminds us of his greatness. It reminds us of all the great things he has done. It reminds us, of, reminds us as to how awesome he is, how magnificent he is, how mighty, how strong he is, how he has done so many great things. And it also helps us to have a heart of gratitude because what can happen is we can have a heart where it's like, oh Lord, oh, nothing's happening for me, but hey, he's given us the breath of life. He's, he, we're allowed, to, we can walk, we can talk, we can think, we can hear, we can see. We are so grateful for these things. But having a heart of gratitude, coming to him with thanksgiving, coming to him with praise, will automatically engage our mind and build our faith in ex having a heart of expectancy because it will just bring us to that place of knowing that God will answer our prayers. The scripture says in, in Isaiah chapter 60 and verse 18 that the walls are salvation and his gates is praise. Every gate of access has the same name, and that gate is praise. We the, so every single one of us, as we come to um, come to church, whether it be online or whether we are meeting physically, we have a heart of thanksgiving all the time. And as we, in particularly, as we're talking about answered prayers, as we come before Him, we come with thanksgiving and praise and we express great gratitude before the Lord. The scripture also says in Philippians chapter 4 verse 6 that be anxious for nothing but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving let your requests be made known to God. This is encouraging us once again, that as we lift up our, our prayers, thanksgiving must definitely be involved as we are engaging in prayer with our Heavenly Father. I want to mention the third approach into, in, in seeking to have our prayers answered. And the third aspect is that we approach God with, without condemnation. We approach God without condemnation. In other words, boldly, 
in Psalms 66 and verse 18, it reads this. If I regard iniquity in my heart, the Lord will not hear me. But verily, God has heard me. He has attended to my voice of my prayer. So let's look at what does it mean? What does it really mean to um, regard iniquity in our hearts? And how can we experience answered prayer? So when it speaks about iniquity, so when it, when does it, so this means that basically with, when it comes to iniquity, is speaking about there are things that we know of in our heart that we deliberately are not mentioning to the Lord. Where we're coming to the Lord, we're praying, and it's like there's a thing in our heart, we're just, we're not mentioning it, we're not bringing it before the Lord. It's like there is a reluctance to mention it. And then as a result, you're, you know, we, we can go through the, 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 the whole process of praying, but really in our heart, if we're honest, we've not mentioned that, that area, that area of iniquity in our heart. And this is why the scripture says that when we come before the Lord, we must seek him with all our heart, not some. And again, I'm reminded of a story that the Lord spoke to a, a man of God and and the man of God came to God and says, Lord, I give you my heart. I give you my heart. Says, Lord, and the Lord said to him, I don't want all your heart. I want, I want that part there, that part of your heart that you've been hiding, that you've been reserving, that you've been reluctant to talk to me about. That area of sin that you don't want to talk and converse with me. That's the area I want. And at times we want to hold that area because we think it's, it's, it's maybe, oh, Lord, you, you know, I, I'll handle this one. But God wants us to talk to him about everything. I'm, and, I'm, and again, I'm not talking about the areas that we've brought before the Lord. I'm talking about where we've deliberately, we've held something back. And we've specifically said, I'm not going to mention this because I just want to just talk to the Lord about everything else and not that. But God wants our all. He wants that area of our heart to be consecrated. He wants that area of our heart to be given over. He wants that area of our heart to be submitted to him. He wants that area of, that, of, that, of our heart that has been trapped for a long time. Because you know what, you see what happens is at times when we have that area of sin, the enemy takes advantage and then brings condemnation and then brings guilt and then brings shame. So this is why it's vital that we continuously bring this area before the Lord, bring every area, and in particular, the area where we are seeking to hide. The scripture says in Proverbs chapter 28 and verse 13, that he that covereth his sins 
shall not prosper, but whoever confesseth and forsaketh them shall have mercy. And we want mercy today. And we want to take this opportunity to just, just have our hearts in line with him. The scripture also says that in, in 1 John chapter 1 and verse 8 to, 9, 8 to 10, it says that if we say that we have no sin, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. But if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. If we say that we have not sinned, we make him a liar and his word is not in us. But my, 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 my beloved brethren, God is faithful to forgive us. God is faithful to cleanse us. And as you bring those areas before the Lord, as you bring those areas that you've, um, the, 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 the iniquity, the thing that's been hiding in your heart, you've not really spoken to the Lord about it, maybe because you felt ashamed. As we do that, then God will reach out and he will help us because God is wanting to help all of us in whatever, wherever we are at, as we call upon him. At this time, we're just gonna just, um, I'm gonna pray. I'm gonna stop there, I'm gonna go into pray. And I'm gonna ask the Lord to just help us. Father, we just wanna thank you so much for your word today. Father, we just pray that you will help us to draw nearer to you. Lord, help us never ever, Lord, to hold iniquity in our heart. And Lord, where we have, can you help us, Lord, to make that choice, Father, to give it over to you so that you can work upon our hearts, Lord, so that you can change us, so that you can make us more like you. Because as your word says, Lord, that without holiness, no man will see the Lord. Mm. So Father, I pray strength over your people and I pray encouragement over your people. Thank you in Jesus name, amen.